Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, well, this is good news. Broadway shows can reopen again in May. May 19th, I believe, is a date. But that doesn't mean they will. They will. Industry insiders um, expect that some shows would reopen in September. Is this a new story? Yeah. Um. With more, you know, with more of them coming in the fall, but um, Governor Andrew Cuomo of New York had a press conference and he lifted most capacity restrictions on pretty much everything. Restaurants, bars, gyms, salons, retail shops, and that also includes Broadway. Mm. But the reality is they need time to rehearse. They need time to recast. They need to develop safety protocols on stage and backstage and for the audience. And that process will take more than a few weeks. Sure. So they can't afford to reopen shows at less than full capacity. They have long said, but uh, what's that grant? A year and a half in, I bet you start compromising. And you're yeah. Like, you know what? I was going to say, do you think any of these guys were hanging out, you know, in homes, kind of keeping their lines together for any of these shows? Maybe some of the smaller shows just kind of doing like private practices yeah. in their own homes oh, together? Yeah. I, I bet so. Yeah. Or they were doing Zoom reads and stuff like that. To keep, just it, to, to keep yep. it fresh so that when they do, maybe it's not such a dramatic jump in, you know, on the deep end, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, you know, they've got a union also that represents performers mm-hmm. that are happy about the news, but saying um, they need to prioritize the safety of all the workers. So, I mean, it's exciting. Oh, I think it's great. But yeah. you want it to be, you know, well done. Mm-hmm. I Yeah, I bet you, you know, motivation makes up for lost time. So if it, if May 19th is the date that they could open, I'm not saying that they're going to open this in two weeks, but you know if you're motivated and you've been sitting on the sidelines for a while and you're ready to start making a living again and performing again, then you can be a quick study on stuff, sure. on protocols and things like that. I bet you there's a bunch of motivated folks who are just like, yes, we'll do it. What do we got to do? Let's go. Sure. And and just you said they're not full capacity, right? Or are they full capacity? Um. I don't think they're full capacity. I don't yet. think they are. I think they still have to keep like the six feet distance right. and all that. So they have to figure all that into it. it. You know, it might help them figure out ways to 
just kind of like what the state fair is doing here. That's, you know, with this thing that they just released today. And, you know, they're getting themselves ready for the potential to learn how to handle restrictions that may come if we have the fair here, you know, at the end of the year. And that's why now they're trying to figure out a way to safely do it, how they can execute it. That's what kind of, from what I understand, some of these processes are by having people come back. So maybe that's what they're trying to learn a way to do it in a safe way while it's still restricted. And then when they do have to reopen up, they have it all locked down Mm -hmm. and figured out, you know. Yeah. Whose well, side are you on, Donna? Yeah, um, I'm excited for Broadway, but I but I also know that they said they can't afford to reopen unless it's at full capacity. And that's what a lot of these people, sorry. To they're still t- going to lose money. And that's where a lot of the restaurants, all these things, if they're not having their full capacity and it's kind of pointless for them. Some of these restaurants were battling. They were just more willing to do takeout because to bring in just a few servers and a few cooks, it was more cost worthy on against them by just having limited employees and limited sales where if they would just do curbside they were much more efficient mm-hmm. they were doing better yes yeah. So. yeah we'll see well the good news is this is the last couple of months right that yeah. we're gonna have to talk about this right yes hopefully. i hope so my theory I... is by the fall and i have not talked to fauci at all about <laughs> this but my hunch is come september 1st the world is open again i think this i think that the mask mandate will be lifted within the next 90 days i said 60 last week to somebody but 90 days that's my guess but in three months how many people who want to get vaccinated will be vaccinated right and there will be a point in time where it's okay we've given everybody time if you want to get it great if you don't want to get it that's your choice and uh we're taking our masks off now and if you're not vaccinated and you feel like you're at risk you can always wear a mask and if you are vaccinated and you want to be extra safe you can always wear a mask but you can be in stores and all that now individual stores have to make these decisions on their own i think costco and Sam's Club were two of the first stores to have a mask mandate. They mm-hmm. are businesses yeah. that get to make their own rules. But point being, just trying to give us some hope. I think I think in the fall, life is normal again. Fully normal. I'd love it. I hope so. I don't know if I'm right I mean, I, I, you know, but then you hear these Hopefully stories that we're never going to accomplish herd immunity. It's just not going to happen. But. I mean, you can always take whatever measures you want to take. There you go. And if you are in a mask, I don't know, I am not a doctor, but if you are in a mask and you're around uh, someone who has COVID, how much, how, how decreased are your chances of getting COVID? Significant? Pretty I'm good. Guessing? Pretty good. I so think then, you've got like 90% protection. Cool. If you don't want to help with herd immunity and you don't want to get vaccinated, that is your right. And you can wear a mask if you feel at risk. Okay. I have friends that have been fully vaccinated, excuse me, that still wear a mask. My neighbors are older, elderly, and I helped them out. I was helping them out this weekend with yard work. We were outside, and he's fully vaccinated. I'm fully vaccinated, and he still felt the need to wear the mask, and that's totally fine. You know, I was like, you know, do your thing. Be what you, you know, and and he wanted me to wear mine, so I was out there with him, and I still wore mine with him. We were outside doing our thing, and it's just whatever, just respect what other people want to do. That's it. You know, if they want to wear it, wear it, and if they ask you to, wear it. There you go. I'm in agreement with you guys. You're my best friends. Are we? Not really. (laughs) Are we?
Do we ever really talk outside of work? Not really. No, no. And it's cool that way. I almost texted Grant yesterday (laughs) um, at like six o'clock and it was about willows. (laughs) It was about willow trees. And then I was like, you know what? I'll save it. I'll save it. You've gotten so many emails regarding the poplar tree. Listen, you know what there are? There are so many positive reviews of the poplar online. People, some people love them. But guess what? You look up, you want to get Keflon cookware. You had half the people who say Keflon changed my life. And the other half of the people who say it ruined every meal. We had to throw it out. You get a five-star review, you get a one-star review. All right. Just I the want them to grow kind. fast. That is my number one thing. Evergreens grow fast. They do the same type of protection, and you're not going to have to deal with any leaves. I couldn't find an evergreen that grew that fast. Not not as fast. You're not going to get at the speed. Grant, in 10 years. I mean, I want the yard to look totally different in three years. You know those arborvitaes grow really fast. I got them all over my yard. Okay. They do. They're planted? They're planted. Okay. Oh, great. Yeah. Great. You'll and see. And that way, when I then have some poplars, the other trees are going to get bigger too. So even when the poplars are dropping their leaves, the evergreens will be bigger. It'll be good. All right. You want to do go. a study? Let's do two. Okay, so I have one and you have one. Yeah. Mine has to do with um, when you see someone who checks their iPhone, it makes you want to do this. I'll tell you what that this is. And today is National Teacher's Day, which is going to lead us into our confession. What's the worst thing you did at school or got caught doing at school? You get the idea. That's our Facebook question for today and our confession. And then Steve has some fun facts about awesome teachers when we come right back on my talk. Hey, we got to say a quick thanks to Chill Boys for sponsoring this podcast. And for keeping my groin comfortable. I love Chill Boys. I love their boxer briefs. They are the most comfortable pair of boxer briefs that I've ever slid on Uh. to my body. No, I slide them on. Uh. You know why I slide them on? Because as they come up over my extremely well-developed thighs, I feel the cooling sensation. You feel it immediately. (laughs) Donna, you do. You have felt it too. Yeah, they're they're made for guys, but you've tried them on. You know what I'm talking about. Yes, women like them too. I like to wear them around the house. They are absolutely the most comfortable pair of underwear that I have ever worn. That's because they source the best high-performance and eco-friendly fabrics that the guys behind Chill Boys could find. Yeah, you know what that fabric is? It's bamboo. You're putting bamboo on your legs. You think it's going to be noisy and clank around like panda food, but it's not. It's very comfortable. I'm telling you, it's the most comfortable undies you'll ever wear. Bamboo material has natural antibacterial properties, so it'll keep you free from odor. It'll keep you cool down there. That's all I'm going to say about that. Get 15% off your first purchase at chillboys.com. Use the promo code MYTALK. Chill Boys, comfort where it counts. Thanks for listening to the Donna and Steve Show on MYTALK 1071. Everything entertainment. We got studies. Studies have shown that... Studies have shown that the microbial... Several long-term studies have shown... They've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown... And here with their findings, our study buddies... The perfect nerd couple... Donna and Steve. Hey, Steve. Hey, Donna. Hey, buddy. Hey, how's it going over there? Really good. Good, good. I'm just going to look at our MyTalk Facebook page. Our confessions Mm. are coming up at 1130. What is the worst thing that you did at school? (laughs) Be curious if people were willing to... uh, to admit mm. to some things. I used to, to do a really that. jerkish thing. Really? Save it. Can't oh. wait. Yeah. I've told you guys my mean thing a long time ago. I don't mm. even like talking about it. Save oh, yeah. It. You felt really bad. Oh, 
I just, mm -mm, yeah, we'll save it. Okay, save it. That's coming up in about uh, 12 minutes from right now. Uh, In the meantime, we've got some studies. Um, So there's a new study that found the same thing that happens when you see someone yawn also happens with our phones. Researchers in Italy, ever heard of it? What do you know, Megan? It's big God. Wanted to see how many people would check their phone if they saw someone else check theirs. So they tried it with 184 different people who didn't know they were being watched. Nice. Half of them picked up their phone within 30 seconds of the other person doing it. So, um, hmm. when people in the study didn't see someone check their phones, less than 1% picked up their phone. So this is a phenomenon called the chameleon effect. Yes. And I think we do it all the time. You see someone wipe their nose, you wipe mm-hmm. your nose. Mm-hmm. Someone scratches their head. Before you know it, you're scratching your head. I was just talking to somebody the other day, and then I folded my arms across my chest, sort of like Mr. Clean. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, oh, I just did that because he is doing that. And I'm just picking up subconsciously yeah. on a nonverbal mirroring thing. Yeah, it's strange. It is really, really bizarre. I once sat diagonally behind a woman on a plane and i watched her she had a book she was reading a book an old-fashioned book you know i love a book i tell you about the book i'm reading top of the rock almost finished yeah okay i see her reading the book then she puts the book away brings out her phone looks at it swipe swipe app app closes it goes back picks up her book no kidding minute later book down Phone up again. And I was like, whoa, what's going on here? And then, bored on a tube, in a tube in the sky, I decided I will watch this for my entertainment now. <laughs> I watched her pick that phone up time and time again with very short intervals of reading the book. Sounds like the book isn't that good. No, no, Donna. This has to do with the addictive nature of your phone. She didn't know if I had video of her and said, guess what? In the last 30 minutes... You picked up and looked at your phone 15 different times and stopped and started reading your book that many different times. I bet she had no clue that it was even happening. That's sad. That it makes is me sad. Really... We're zombie. We are zombie nation. We are zombies. That's why we should get outside more, be in nature. Poplar trees. Uh, to get back to the poplar. I'm not going to. Okay. But we're addicted and we don't know it. Social dilemma. Have you watched the social dilemma? It freaked me out, so I had to shut it off. I didn't like it. I don't like being watched. I don't like being listened to. I hate Alexa. Whenever somebody has Alexa in their house, I'm just like, I'm not saying anything. Because that <laughs> thing is recording everything. It I'm is saying. recording stuff, yeah. It is. There's something. We're, this is Big Brother. This is. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. What What's the book that Big Brother's about? 1984. There you go. That's my next read. I started it. And then what happened? I picked up my phone. <laughs> I went on Instagram, never looked back. I have it. I have that book. I do too. Them. We should both read it. We nah. should want to start a book club, a classic Definitely book not. club. Okay. No, we'd be very, we'd take that divergent paths on what we would want to read, I, I think. I'd be doing the cliff notes every week, so we're good. Grant, you're not a reader? I'm a, With my ADD, I need short, if I do it, it's... I need short articles. I love to read newspaper magazine or magazine, newspapers, internet articles, because I can get through it and be done. But once it's like a two hour situation, I start, honestly, it puts me to sleep. That's the problem. Can I give you a suggestion, Grant? Yeah. Do you imbibe? Do you have a favorite beverage? Alcoholic, non alcoholic, whatever? Yeah. I mean, I enjoy a good uh, Diet Coke, but if it's alcohol, I, you know, I'm a, I I don't, I like a beer. I'm a good beer or whiskey kind of guy. Okay. Oh, whiskey. Okay. How about this? You find yourself a good, physical book turn the lights to the right position get a little jazz music on in the background little easy listening instrumental that's on in the background the lights are lit right a little glass of whiskey beside you open a book set the scene for it so that you're not going to be distracted your phone is upstairs it's away from you wherever and you're just there with the book get a little drink hot tea could be nice Mm. and then you just lean in to the book, and you you'd really be surprised. Have to find I have a good uh, novel. Zip it, Donna. I have ADHD as well, undiagnosed, but I'm presuming. And um, yeah, I have I, a case study that's been on televised and on the, the radio for say, years. I'm pretty sure, yeah. Not a lot of people are like, hey, wait, Steve, maybe you don't. Um, and it really, you got to set the right scene, but you might be really taken. Get some sports books. Some. I, uh, I got a book I can give you. Want me to give you a book? Yeah. It's by a guy named Something Thompson, I think. Dwight Thompson, Tim Thompson, Jim Thompson. Dwight R. Thompson, it's about successful people in sports. And he is a former, um, might still be working for ESPN. And he does long-form articles for them. And then he, so like there's a chapter on Tiger Woods. I'm going to give you that. Ted Thompson, Ted Wright Thompson. I'll take it out. Thank you. I'll, I'll give it a whirl. I'll get the whiskey. I'll get the fireplace going or some mm-hmm. tea. And I'll let you know. I'll lean right into it. And I'll let you know how it goes. <sighs> Donna, I'm sorry. I feel like I just kind of started a book club with grant right after you asked to start a book that's fine (laughs) we can read together the guy that sounds really boring i mean you want a story you want something that's going to make you not want to put the book down it's not the best the greatest single greatest feeling of being in the middle of reading a book is when you're not at your book and you think about your book and you can't wait to get exactly i'm going to go back to reading grisham King. Yes, I'm going to yes. go back to Stephen King books because Great. they are the greatest storytellers. I mean, those those um, legal dramas yes. that you're like, oh, my God, he's going to get caught. And you're like freaking out. So and you're good. like, I don't want to turn the page yet. Oh, uh, it's wait. National Teachers Day. Yes, it is. Today, by the way. Quickly, let me tell you this. The average teacher works 10 hours a day, 52 hours a week. 92% of teachers spend their own money on things for their classroom or for their students. Teachers make an average of 14% less money than other jobs that need the same level of education. The average retirement age for teachers is 59 years old, and mm. 20% of public school teachers have a second job outside of teaching. That's that's so unfortunate because they've love. got like master's degrees and right, you know, and, and they're, they're doesn't make sense. With kids. 
all day, guys. Yeah, that's why they, they need why they the, get summer the summer off. off. That's why. Yeah. yeah. Anyone who says, oh, they get the summer off, go teach fourth graders or high schoolers <laughs> for that matter for nine months. I bet you'll be saying we need a fourth month of summer. You damn right. We love you, teachers. Thank you for what you do. Thank you. Yes. All right, when we come back, it's a Confession Tuesday. Our question is, speaking of, what's the worst thing you did at school? We'll get into it next on my time. Warm weather is finally here. It's summertime and the perfect time to join the Y. The Y has outdoor pools and splash decks at locations throughout the area for fun days with family and friends. And here's the best part. If you join by May 13th, you'll get $5 enrollment and 25% off dues for the whole summer. Swim on over to ymcanorth.org and join today. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. It's Tuesday. It's 11:30. That means this. I have a bit of a confession. The confessional is open. Can you keep a secret? I've been a bad, bad girl. girl, girl. It's Confessions with Donna and Steve on my talk, 107.1. All right. Happy National Teachers Day, everybody. And uh, also, may the fourth be with you. Thank you. And you as well. Yes. And then don't forget, may the uh, Revenge of the Sixth is coming on May 6th. That's the other half of the Star Wars holiday, Donna. I get it. The Sith thing, right? Yep. <laughs> I love talking Star Wars with you. Star Wars. Um, okay, so today we want to know, in honor of National Teachers Day, what is the worst thing you did at school? I, you know, I got kicked out of classes a fair amount. Not a fair amount, but I it was too. not unusual to find me out in the hallway, and then <laughs> someone has a hall pass, and they're going to the bathroom, and they're like, what's going on out here, man? What did you do in there? I was talkative, very talkative. <laughs> the jerky thing I used to do was, and I was friends with these people that I would do it with, but I get it. It really feels bullyish when I look back, but I was trying to make a joke. I would ask one of my like more timid friends, so maybe like Tim or Andy, I would say in class, hey, can I borrow a pencil? I'd whisper, can I borrow this pencil from you? They would hand me a pencil. Mm-hmm. They were sitting right next to me, and then I would take the pencil, snap it in two, mm-hmm. hand it right back and say, thank you. I knew you were going to say because, that. Just because so you. I knew that they weren't going to say anything. And then they would give me a hard time about it afterward, but they wouldn't make a fuss about it. I would also, when we would read aloud uh, in Mrs. Lorenz's literature class, someone would be reading. Again, this is really, I, I say this out loud and I'm like, Steve, that was really mean. You should not have done that. Someone would be reading and then I would just start slowly reading up over over them and then i would take over the read it was in the back half of the room and i would just carjack the read class clown right yes yep yeah it's gotten kicked out of classes too did you guys have any of those awards from like your yearbook like Mm -hmm. class clown or Mm -hmm. biggest flirt did you guys get any of those yep what did you get um i got uh class pals with my friend Mary Ellen, we were the BFFs. Oh, fun! We were the female version of the BFFs, and mm. then I got class clown. Mm. Steve, you? I don't remember. I'm sure if, it, if there was like loudest or whatever. I went to a small school. I graduated yeah. in a class of twelve. I I got the got away with everything. Me and this girl Jamie Leary, we had our and our picture in the yearbook was us breaking out handcuffs because we would always kind of manage to talk our yeah, way out. Yeah, you can be able to talk your way out of something. Talk That's our right. way out of anything. Exactly. I love being friends with the teachers. That was really. Some of my favorite people to talk to, I would sometimes leave the lunchroom, especially senior year. I would leave the lunchroom 
and uh, which was in our like gymnasium. And then I'd go upstairs to the office, the principal's office, the administrative office, and there'd be four or five teachers sitting around. And I would just go, and technically you weren't allowed, and I'd go, and I'd bring a meal up there, and I'd sit down and just chat with them. The principal would come in. It was great. Patty Burge was in there. Mel's, Dan Mellers, he was in there. And they would all just shoot the breeze. That's, sometimes talking with people that are older than you are more interesting than talking with your peers. Yeah. Mm, it's true. When you only have 27 peers. Trust me, I know. 12. 12. It was a class of 12. <laughs> Trust me, I know. <laughs> Uh, Anna. What? You should see how fast she gets out of here, Steve, at the end of the show. So don't feel offended. <laughs> Does she just barrel roll down the hallway? I'm like, that's it. I'm like throwing <laughs> stuff in like, the hey, air. Like, hey, Don, I got to stop. Uh-oh, bye. bye. I've been seeing Grant quite a bit in the office. I've been walking down to the radio side of the building for this and for that. And G rants over there. We do our C bump stickies. Nice. Chest I will bump. be staying longer <laughs> once I get to my two-week mark. Yes, a lot yeah, of it has to do with COVID. Absolutely. I don't want. I don't want to be anywhere near people if no. I don't have to. No, all yeah, breathing it. the same air, and I just I. I get that. I, I don't it. want to breathe the same morning air as you, Donna. Even pre-COVID, <laughs> I don't even want to be in the room with you. You're just dominating an egg sandwich over there. <laughs> Headphones <laughs> on, typing hard. That is so <laughs> not scary. true. Do we have any responses yes, on we have our a lot Facebook of responses, page? That at is least lovely. Okay. <laughs> um, this is kind at of... least as many as your graduating class. That's good. Okay. <laughs> hey, Donna. Hey. That was personal. Speaking of, Donna, another Donna, said uh, it was third grade, just after Christmas. My best friend and I thought the whole school should smell like a Christmas tree. So we put some of the branches from the Christmas tree on the radiator in the entry. Oh, that's cute. Until that resulted in a small fire. <laughs> yep. Radiators are tricky like that. Yeah, a little bit. Got to be real careful. Oh, I do love the sound of a radiator, though. Just like... Again, you were meant for wartime, my friend. <laughs> well, didn't you have radiators, like, growing up? We had them at the St. Thomas Church, an old Episcopal church that was erected in the 1800s. Yeah. Before, you know, the advancement of heat. <laughs> we had one in our in our nurse's office, and that was the best place to stick the thermometer when you wanted to go home sick. Stick that bad boy right up against that, that right there, and it would be like, come back. Grant, some... are you feeling nice. okay? I'm getting a temperature of 157. Oh, that happened. That happened. <laughs> that, that's how I was never allowed to take my temperature in the that nurse's office. That is awesome. Anymore. That's funny. Oh, Colleen said, uh, not Cobra Colleen, but a different Colleen, said, cut my home economic teacher's hair while she lectured us on bad behavior. <laughs> Wait, Whoa. so not, no, she didn't ask for a haircut. She was No, I don't think she was it. like, take three inches off. Now listen up, crew. No, she like snuck a snip it. Snuck a snip. Wow. Oh, that's gutsy. Um, how about this? Rebecca says, eighth grade, the boy behind me during a silent algebra test kept kicking my chair. The desk chair combo from the 1960s, if you remember. Yeah, I love them. I asked him to stop. I told him to stop. I stood up and roundhoused him to the floor with a very loud bang. Desk chair boy. Yes. Have you ever tried to get out of one of those desks when it's lying on its side yeah, and your you, feet are in the air? And you pick the whole thing up with you? <laughs> she said, I did not help him up. I should have. What kind of desk did you, did you guys have? I thought everybody still had those. I think we had some of those desks. And in, um, But I also remember us putting our chairs... That was a big thing at the end of the day. Put your chair up on the table. Yes. Most of mine were the ones that were one pieces. Oh, okay. Built in with the round, you know, where if you were lefty, you're kind of in trouble. Yeah. You know? Yep. <laughs> got it. Yeah. That's right. Uh, Robin said smoking in the bathroom. Oh, got busted mm. so many times doing that. 
Um, we had open campus back in the 80s, says Katrina, and had peach schnapps and took up smoking. Yeah. Chemistry class, Dan said, I rolled paper towels so tight they could be used for cigars. Lit the end with a Bunsen burner, blew the flame out, and it smoldered under a fireproof lab table for two hours before anyone noticed. Someone opened a cabinet door eventually, and a cloud of smoke drifted out. (laughs) Sad to say that junior high chemistry classroom was responsible for about 85% of all fire alarms in the building. Oh, my gosh. Don't ask me how I know that, Dan says. Uh, Did you guys have to, like, dissect frogs and all that stuff? (sighs) We did a pig. Yeah, fetal pig. I hated that. I never had to do the pig. Oh, the pig. It's so the smell. Oh, it's so mm. The formaldehyde, the <laughs> scent of chemicals and a pig's. Do kids do that? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. I don't like that. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't like it either, Don. I'm with you. It was gross. Um, super glued her apple to her desk. Sherry did that to her teacher. Way to go, Sherry. You jerk. I <laughs> know. <laughs> uh, I'm sure she. it was all good fun. Donna, another Donna said... I'd just like to say I'm sorry to the Oak Grove Junior High Lunch Ladies who worked there from 73 to 75. That is all. (laughs) Well said. Uh, Let's see here. We had a couple more that I want to get to here. Uh, Rebecca left school. We're talking about it's National Teachers Day. What's the worst thing you did at school? It's our confession. Left school at the end of the day. Instead of going to the after-school program I was part of, I was in second grade, and I walked with a friend home and lied to my mom saying I was helping my teacher's class. I was grounded. Hmm. Tisk tisk. That Rebecca. happens. Have you ever cut class? I don't think I really cut class. In college here and there, but my high school was so tight with like if you were even walking in the hallway, they were like, Where was your pass? There if you were walking yes. like the doors were locked. Okay. I mean you couldn't skip like they made it so you couldn't skip class. So I cut class walked over to a friend's house, went to her high school, hitchhiked to her high school in a neighboring town, hid in the bathroom so that I wouldn't be caught just for the adventure of it all. Oh, sure. Never got busted. That's nice. I would always try to get my, I wouldn't cut class, but I would convince my mom into mental health days. That's what we started calling them before mental health was a topic. Right. I just faked being sick. Yeah, I would just tell my mom, I'd be like, I don't know, what do you think? And then sometimes I would send her a note, like I would leave a note out the night before saying, Mom, what do you think? I stay home today, we go up to Eaton Park, like the local diner, we go up there, have a meal, whatever, come home, watch the, whatever it was, painted a picture. And then uh, I knew that if she didn't wake me up for in the morning, that that meant she saw the note. And I was nice. That's cute. Oh, that's nice. See, and girls always have cramps to fall back on, mm. which is oh, great, yes. unless it really happens. Let's go to Christine and let her have the last word. Hi, Christine. Yeah, hi. Hi. <laughs> I had a class called Integrated Chemistry and Physics, and our teacher told us he had a bucket with salamanders in the refrigerator in his office, and we were going to do some sort of experiment with the salamanders, and and anyway, so I got so upset, I snuck out of class, went to his office, took the bucket of salamanders, snuck out the back door, and released them into the cemetery next door. So we never had to do anything with the salamanders. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Were, they, were they alive? <laughs> yes, they were alive. In the refrigerator? The, yeah, because the colder like they get, uh, you know, the, the slower they move. And so I think he was just going to show us that when, as they warm up, they start to move and come around again. Wow. Um, but anyway, 
I'm outing myself right now. And that, listen, and we absolve you of this statute past transgression. Of, yeah, statute of limitations. Thank you so much. Sorry, not sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Thanks Christine. Love yourself. Oh, I love you too. All right, we love you. Okay, bye. Um, all right, we got to go to break. Right, By the way, talk. somebody else told me did, to get a willow tree in the confessions. I just want you to know that. Right. And did Grant, did you ever tell us what your horrible thing was that you Oh, did? remember I helped my friend break up with his girlfriend at Wolf Ridge, which is a camp in town here. You go when you're in junior high. All listeners probably know what I'm talking about. But you do like a talent show skit. And my buddy wanted to break up with his girlfriend. So we thought it would be funny to do it as a skit. And it was the meanest, harshest thing I've ever done Aww. in my life. Uh, immediately okay, sent buddy. back to my room. I had a girlfriend at the time. All the girls were mad at me. I wrote letters to every single one How of them saying well, I was uh, in seventh or eighth grade, so yeah. 13, 14. But still, absolutely, completely unnecessary, mean. Oh, God. it was. That's why you have to watch Pen 15. <laughs> it's so good. True. So good. Steve, never mind you. Um, okay, when we come back, we're going to end the show <laughs> with something great. There is the most, possibly the most obnoxious Starbucks order of all time has been documented. I will read it out loud and pretend you were a barista. How would you respond to this order? It's gone viral. We'll tell you about it next on Don and Steve. Final stretch of the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 107.1. Everything entertainment. There's a thing called a hybrid willow, too, which a, a listener has said I could come out to her property in Lakeville. Stay for a few months, get to know the family, and then no. Um, she said I could come out to her property and cut off my own 10 to 12 foot thing from her hybrid oh, willows. That's nice. She said, then you already have 10 to 12 feet and you're ready to go. Wow. I, but you... I can't do a willow. Oh, that's right. You're I doing have to a go poplar. with its slightly better behaved poplar tree. You know, I think there's a poplar two houses down, actually. Why don't you talk to those people? <laughs> See how they feel. You guys, you know what you Hey, are? I'm in I'm in support here, buddy. I'm just I'm Sounds telling you. Sounds terrible. You are going to regret it the day that you are sitting on your deck smoking those meats. You're enjoying a nice July afternoon yes. and you're looking down at your yard and there's a pile of leaves. It's going to drive you insane. It's going to create more work than the than the beauty and the and the shade and the protection that you're going to get from it. I'm just saying for your own protection. That's all. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Steve. <laughs> Steve, do what you gotta do. Whatever, yeah, Donna. You, buddy, you You'll be never you. even come over anyway. It's you, too far of a drive. I, I can Uber there. <laughs> yeah, that'd be good. Yeah. All right, let me tell you about something more annoying than all the poplar talk. Okay. The most obnoxious Starbucks order ever. Okay. <gasps> There's a Starbucks in California who tweeted out a picture of a customer's order that happened on Saturday. It was for something called a Caramel Ribbon Crunch Frappuccino. Already irritating. Just the name of it. Starbucks barista's name is Josie. Works in Van Nuys, California. There's a customer named Edward who ordered this with 13 modifications. I'm going to read them to you. So pretend I am now Edward and you are Josie. Hi there. Could I have a um, Grande Caramel Ribbon Crunch Frappuccino? A couple additions to that. Uh, could I have five bananas, extra caramel drizzle, extra whip, extra ice, extra cinnamon dolce topping, seven extra pumps of caramel sauce, thank you, extra caramel crunch, one pump of honey blend. This is one and order? Sh- exactly seven frappuccino chips. Let me tell you, if Edward, if you're out there and you're listening to me, listen up, bud. 
the world does not revolve around you. This barista is getting an hourly wage and doesn't need you coming in with this absolute sugar bomb. I don't believe that's a real order. It's got the tab right up on the side, and she put on today's episode of Why I Want to Quit My Job. <laughs> that's what you captured it. And then she has the receipt. It's a mobile order from May 1st. Five bananas, extra caramel drizzle, extra water. Five extra bananas? Ice. Like he wants, he's ordering five bananas to take with him? I, no, I think that they would end up in the drink. I don't think they're just giving him a okay, bushel dude, of bananas. Okay, dude, move along. Beat it, scram. Extra salted, um, but five pumps of frappuccino, seven added frappuccino chips. Just seven, though, please. Thank you. Yeah. It'd be really tough to be a barista. I feel bad when I offer. I don't like doing special orders. I like just order it. The, at most, I'll do an extra shot of espresso. Oh, I don't know why, because maybe your boy's a little tired. I never order. I only order the same thing. I've never deviated from what I order at Starbucks ever. All right, let's go. We're history. at Starbucks right now. Hi, ma'am. Welcome to Starbucks. I'm Steve. How can I help you? Hi, Steve. Can I get a grande iced skim latte with one Splenda already in it? That's all. Thank you. See, fairly basic, but does sound irritating. Like, I'd want to kind of, like, verbally shove you there and be all like, you know I, what? The only special thing I asked for, I, I didn't know. ask for any pumps of anything. All I asked was for them to put the Splenda in. And please give me, all right, don't get mad at me. Suck it. I want a straw. I don't care about your fancy new cups with the little sippy thing. People don't hear it. that, though. All they hear is when you say, uh, when you like, say I don't I'm care killing about, a turtle. Yeah, you hate turtles. Yeah. I know. I know. I have stocked up on straws. Which kind? The turtle killings? Yes, plastic turtle ones. I have metal ones, too, at home. And metal and ones. ones. We or... have the metal rubber, yes. but Boy, we... the paper ones, they give way after a while. That's I not a slow-sipping drink. You need to get after it. No, it's... that's the equivalent of fruit stripe gum. I... <laughs> <laughs> Two chews and we're done. <laughs> exactly. I know. It's, these paper straws are kind of like a pixie stick wrapper. Yeah. That's the same. They're useless. Yeah. I... You... Oh, did I tell you my idea? Let's hear it. I want more edible... China. No, no, no. Everything. Oh, sure. Like chocolate. Edible cups, edible bowls, edible plates. If all of it was edible, wouldn't that be, first of all, a really fun way to finish off a meal? Yeah. It's kind of like when you go to a Mexican restaurant and they put the salad in the shell and then you just eat the shell at the end. Yes. Yes. It's like a bread bowl at Panera. And then you want to take it a step further. So you eat your fork. Yes, this yes. is what I want to do. Imagine you're at a restaurant. You're waiting in line to get to your seat. They give you one of the laser tag buzzers. You're waiting for that thing to go up. You're looking through, right? You're trying to figure out, are they almost done yet? Are they almost done? You don't know. But you know when you know? Oh, you know what? Yeah, he just started to eat his... Yeah, he's eating his plate. All right, let's get ready. What okay, a wonderful nonverbal cue it would be. <laughs> yeah, all right. He just started, He's eating his coffee mug. They're ready to go. I would be great. It could be lightly salted if you're a salty guy. What sure. kind of plateware do you want today? Do you want sugary stuff, sweet, salty? I love that. Savory umami. That's a great idea, Steve. I love it. Work on I would. that. Cookie Monster. I love it. Didn't he it. always look like he was having a good time when he was eating the always. plates? Always. Always. Because he'd eat the cup, right? Yes. Dom, 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 Yes. By the way, we have an email um, going back to our confession and like talking about school, yeah. your school days, because today is National Teachers Day. How about this one to wrap things up? Teresa said, I used to stay after school every night to talk to my favorite teacher. 
Years later, found out he was my father. Whoa. That's a movie, girl. Write that book. Write that screenplay. Get her done. Crazy. That's probably going to happen to one of your kids someday. (laughs) Trying to make Darth Vader. I can't believe you let that go. Luke, I am your father. Oh, Donna. (laughs) See, you never listened to me. I was in the middle of a Vader, a spot on Vader. I do a good Vader. Oh, God. You're the worst. Darth Vader. Yep. Luke, I am your father. Today is uh, Star Wars Day. How are you celebrating, Donna? I am going to drink out of my um, Baby Yoda coffee cup. Mm. Cool. I got two of them. And I'm finally getting the final letter in my, I told you guys about my tat. It's, it's on each thigh, Sith on one and Lord on the other. It's perfect. You only <laughs> see it when I'm really spread eagle. Ew. No, I don't, I just mean like, it's, no, it's on my inner thigh. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Should have got them right on the same That did not make the story leg. better at all. Yep. All Sith right. Lord. What's happening on Twin Cities Live today? Yes. Tell us. Oh my goodness. Well, <laughs> big fan. Love big it fan. or loathe it, the top of the show. We are uh, giving my Willow update. And I thought I had a real popular plan, and now you two weasels are chopping down my trees. You know what I mean? The, the trees that are my dreams. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to run to a shoot right now. i got to, I got to be in Bloomington at 1230. Oh, really? Whereabouts? I'll meet you. No, please don't. I don't. Come on, where? I can't. I'm busy. Text I don't want to meet with you. I don't want to like just meet for four minutes and be like, okay... I'm going to leave. We just did the show together on Friday. Twisty Side, we, I saw you. You're like, it. All right, fine. You know, it's, all, it's taking all right, a toll all right, on all bye of bye. us. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. May the fourth be with you. Okay, okay, Colleen and Bradley are coming in next. Thank you, everybody, for the calls and the emails and the, the positive energy. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye.